0: doing all the athletic achievements, but it's like, people can't even fucking understand how clear this (laughs) is, The, the level of vibration and frequency that you're attuned to.
1: Hello carnivores and welcome to session number 28. We have Jake Thomas this week. He is a US Marine Corps veteran, a six time natural physique champion and a human performance specialist helping people reclaim their health and their vitality this man has been proving every carnivore skeptic wrong saying that he can't run marathons triathlons and win bodybuilding competitions without carbs before we kick things off our spotify review of the week is from ayana fuentes from las vegas nevada she would like to say this was such a great episode party emoji thumbs up emoji i like the talk about not tracking i totally get when you eat protein and fat ideal physique happens naturally cheers to that pilar love how you worded it that way wholeheartedly agree mr thomas welcome to carnivore coach's corner thanks for having me colts good to be here man absolutely pleasure is all mine so what drew you to a primal way of eating in the first place um i was on the opposite side of the spectrum i was a vegan
0: (laughs) before so (laughs) Someone, uh, a good friend of mine, one of my best friends in the world, actually a guy that I served with in the Marine Corps, impressed it upon me um, not too long after I'd actually just come off of a world championship um, run in competition in natural bodybuilding as a vegan because people said I couldn't do it, so I had to try it, you know, to prove them wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And not too long after that, he was like, "Hey, man, have you ever heard of this carnivore diet thing?" So he phrased it, and I was like. I'm pretty sure I'm the one with the metal around my neck, thought that <laughs> authority and nutrition. I mean, I had a lot of ego going on. Yeah. And at the same time, I was like, dude, you're not healthy. And you're coming to me about nutrition. Like, so I had a lot of barriers to get through it. But still, he was like, man, check it out. You know, just read up on it, watch some stuff, let me know what you think. And I was like, okay, I get it. It's like keto. It's like this or that. It's like low carb and high fat. He goes, no dude, no vegetables, no fruit, no nuts, No nothing. Just meat, just animals and animal byproducts. I was like, okay, all right. That's kind of, that that was it. It was just enough for me to have to be able to kind of check what I thought to be right and absolute. And again, a lot of that was ego. But then the more I kind of thought about it and then started listening, started watching, started reading, I started to, you know, create and form my own opinion and then right after you know a week or two of doing my own due diligence I was like all right I'll give this a shot 30 days
1: let's go boom Wow and how long to have- go yeah <laughs> so how so how long have you been strict carnivore then would you classify yourself
0: and over the last four years probably 85 percent of the time you know I've had runs here and there. Uh, where I've reintroduced carbs, usually by way of fruit. So I look at it as um, calling that animal-based. Anything other than carnivore, to me, usually is an animal-based diet, unless you're very heavily um, carbohydrate-forward and not so much on the protein foot. Obviously, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you're not going to be animal-based. But I see carnivore dieting and and ancestral eating as a, Kind of system of three concentric circles, one within the other. The largest, of the most outer of the three, would be your animal-based diet. So, animal foods, animal byproducts, being the numerator, uh, the denominator of that uh, fraction. So, the majority of your calories coming from animals and animal byproducts. The numerator can be whatever you like it to be. Now, I would suggest to keep that healthy, right? To have the most Viable, wholesome and natural ingredients and foods possible in that numerator. But I would say as long as the majority of your calories are coming from animals or animal byproducts, that would be animal based. Whereas carnivore, second circle within the circle, animals and animal byproducts only. So you've removed all of the other than animal things. And then I would say the third ring within the two others would be your red meat, ruminant animals only, salt and water, lion diet. So I revolve around the three of them more so on the center two circles, and then just kind of experiment with the outer ring of the animal-based ring, where sometimes I'll, you know, over the last few years, I have reintroduced even grains, right? Like by way of like oats or rice. And I don't make it long when I do that. You know, I have this kind of honeymoon phase, I'm like, hey, it's nice to eat some oatmeal again. Oh, it's cool to eat some white rice again, like it tastes good, I, I liked it. But energetically, it's undeniable. <laughs> <laughs> how often of what it does to my digestive tract what it does to my mood my sleep and just again for sure the energy uh, changes are, are quite significant so i'd say 85 uh, percent over the last four years have been carnivore
1: or you know lion diet wow that's incredible yeah so i've i've been doing the lion, the lion diet pretty strict for the last several months with the addition of keto bricks uh it's mm-hmm. a i i I, I put those in for performance um, and especially like long days in the office. I, I find it to be great uh, cognitive field. But like other than that, it's just red meat, water, salt. And I've been that way pretty, I would I would say, nine, I, would, I would say about 95%. Um, and I'm just kind of curious as to why that's something that you've been doing and what benefits that you see of the lion diet compared to other aspects of, um, you know, the variations that you were just mentioning.
0: Yeah. And congrats to you. That's awesome. Um, that's
1: a, that's a, that's a heck of a run. And you,
0: thanks. Yeah. And when, and,
1: and when people, and when people say that, I'm just like, it, I don't know, it, it's, it's not, it's not hard. Like after the first three months, it's just a piece of cake after that. And just nothing sounds, nothing else sounds good anymore. I just keep coming back yeah. to it. Piece of cake is funny
0: um, to say. <laughs>
2: but
0: yeah. Uh, it really, you know, honestly, Cole, besides the, the nourishment and the understanding of, uh, Quality of sustenance that I would get from so few sources. It was about realizing the clarity and the liberation that I received from omission of so many other things, right? Like, I firmly believe in consciously seeking suffering for personal growth, big time. And I impress this on a lot of people that I coach now in the sense that a diet is a great thing because the word diet can be however you use it can be very diverse, meaning, Hey, I'm dieting from X or this is my diet in Y, right? People automatically hear the word diet, assume food, and they assume um, calorie reduction or deficit, but it's like, no, this is my diet, meaning that's what I eat. Not that I am dieting, meaning trying to reduce calories or lose weight, but this is my diet, right? Say Like I've got a healthy diet of watching TV. I have a healthy diet of what reading books, you know, I'm, or I'm, I'm dieting on my book reading, so I'm trying to do it less. Or something
1: like I like how you're explaining it that way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and because it can be a, a scary word, right? I Diet? diet? Yeah, I don't want to diet. I'm not trying to diet. Oh, for but sure. I, I found that with a lion diet and really, really keeping it to eat. And here's another thing where I differentiate with a lot of other people. It's either the lion diet or it's not. It's either a carnivore diet or it's not. It's either an animal-based diet or it's not. To me, it's like it's like being a, like if you're a chef and you're making a, uh, if you're a Neapolitan chef making pizza in Napoli and somebody orders a, a margarita pizza, it's gonna have dough, tomato sauce, mozzarella, and basil with olive right. oil. That's a margarita pizza. If yep. you ask for a margarita pizza with pepperonis, it's no longer margarita pizza. <laughs> Like yeah, I'm on the carnivore diet, but I, I still drink coffee. In my mind, I'm, or out loud, I might say, "Wow, well, that's cool, good for you." But in my mind, I'm like, "It's not a carnivore diet." Yeah, I'm on the carnivore diet, but I still drink wine. I'm like, "It's not a carnivore diet." Like these things are so pure and so highly effective, huh. but they require this almost like vicious loyalty to them to really reap their truest benefits. So if you think about like the animals that that eat this way. There's a reason these animals are so high in the predatory chain. There's a reason these animals don't die off in crazy numbers. They don't starve. You don't see that. Well, maybe they do starve sometimes during droughts, but you never see a a fat, slothy wolf, lion, great white, grizzly bear. Insert whichever animal you want into that category. Yeah. Because they only eat these things, they're instinctual thought patterns are, are just perfect you know eat reproduce defecate repeat that's it that's all they yeah. do and their mission is very clear and it's very simple because they have this not abundance of, of variables coming into their body but these other things to have to digest and, and discern what is what and blah, blah 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 they just know eat this stuff eat this stuff i'm going to feel this way it's going to keep me sharp because they have to stay that way because if the line starts to slip He's going to get overtaken by the hyena. If the great white starts to slip, it's going to swim in the wrong water and get overtaken by the orca. If the grizzly bear starts to slip, he's going to get overtaken by the human. I never you know, thought of it that way, but that makes so much sense. Yeah, like if they, if they step out of their bounds in that way, it messes with their brain chemistry. It messes with these again, these instinctual thought patterns that they have that give them this innate sense of predatory behavior, heightened senses of awareness, you know, acute sense of environmental um, consciousness and everything that's going on around them so that they can have that level up. They can have that advantage against their prey. And I think that's nothing. That's a huge part of it. You know, much of what they feed on are megafaunal and otherwise herbivores. So for them, they're eating docilely. They behave docilely for the most amount, you know, most time. Whereas these things are just killing machines and look at what all those killing machines eat. There's no killing machines that eat the other things from the numerator of the animal based, right? Killing machines aren't animal based. They're carnivores. Yeah. <laughs> They're definitely lion eaters, right? Because many of them are just by default. So kind of a long winded metaphor to answer this, but I've found more through this For my mind far more for my mind than i could have ever imagined would have come from it and certainly it's exponentially more than what has benefited as far as in my physical body yes of course if you eat this way you do these things you exercise you're going to look great because your physical body is going to change for the better definitely but when you really adhere to this stuff in spite of what's out there all the abundance all the options all the immediate here you go colt have it delivered you don't have to work for it you don't have to go get it we'll bring it to you like whatever fruity sweet rich whatever any indulgence of decadent pleasure you want you can have it and to deny that consciously purposefully happily there's a huge power in that and doing this over and over for like you said months right years at a time it's like you're talking about building this stockpile of just like confidence in having omitted from not picking the fruit from the trees that everybody else is picking fruit from and just being over in the corner by yourself and looking at the sun and happy you know with a bloody face doing what you're doing but you know how you feel from it and that's where i have really you know laid my loyalty is that yes, it's awesome. The physical things and doing all the athletic achievements, but it's like people can't even fucking understand how clear this (laughs) is. You know what I mean? Like the, the the level of vibration and frequency that you're attuned to, you know, you think about coupling this with like fasting and, and, and long treks, extended treks and isolation, like the three things that have been used throughout history, by the highest leveled intellectuals, thought leaders, theologians, Prolonged Fasting, Extended Shreks in Isolation. You know, page, it doesn't matter if it's from the Torah, the Quran, the Bible, whichever book you want to pick, but I'll go with the Bible. It's probably the most commonly known by by listeners is the story of Christ, 40 days in the desert, no food or yeah. water. If you fucking go 40 days, dry fasted in the desert, you have earned the right to talk to God. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're, and we're made in his image, so let's go. <laughs> it's like, but... Whatever your spiritual power, higher being, elevated sense of consciousness, you know, insight into your own life and an individuality, uniqueness. What I found through, you know, a day drive, 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours of dry fasting is incredible. You know, what I found through X amount of days of fasting, 100 plus whatever hours of fasting is incredible. And to think about like, yeah, if you did it for 40 days, You've earned some stuff, and that's <laughs> what, again, longer than began, to the answer. It's less to me about the consumption, it's far more about the omission. It's just that this consumption that we are doing is so high in the optimal sense, and so low in the variable sense that it's just—it's damn near perfect.
1: Wow. I've been experimenting with fasting as long as I can, which has actually not been successfully more than 24 hours. I just get to that 24 hour point and I'm I'm just like, ah, man, Mm -hmm. going in in an entire day just seems like too too daunting of a task, right? I'm getting plenty of other benefits from the diet. I'm not going to push the envelope. Um, I do have a handful of other things in my diet that you would certainly not uh, classify as being strict lion diet and uh do you think that those do you you think that those might be holding me back in some way well tell me tell me more about you know tell me what you eat exactly okay okay so from the so from the start of the day it starts with a um a supplement called tag which is trans a little glutamine it's a glutamine with a dipeptide structure that doesn't get digested quite like l-glutamine so it gets poured uh it gets pulled more so directly into the bloodstream I use that and creatine glycerol phosphate, uh, more bioavailable than creatine monohydrate, so kind of the same idea. And I drink them together and they're sweetened with sucralose. So that's about 16 ounces of an artificially sweetened beverage. Other than that, it's water and salt the rest of the day. Um, my diet is 100% red meat with no exceptions no pork, no chicken. Um, going back and forth between lamb uh i had bison tongue last night that was freaking bomb i've never had that before <laughs> mixed up with ground beef and like made some burgers with it um oh, lots of butter that's kind of like my kind of like my primary fuel source <laughs> what's that
0: i was saying because the national topic yesterday a lot of people were eating that uh, tongue beef tongue it's nice
1: yeah 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 exactly that's why i just i just never had it before i was like all right so I've got to try this and it was it was a lot like it was a lot like beef tongue just like everything that i love about beef tongue like i don't know how else to describe it just very uh you kind of get that pulled pork flavor yeah. so other than that um that's pretty much it i don't think there's any other sins outside of that except for an, an occasional keto brick and i'm talking like one or two a week <laughs> oh and then bone broth big fan of bone broth nice um it's a great
0: a great staple of food there no doubt about it i would say try to make every bite count <laughs> you are you are i would say think of it like this and this is how i kind of frame it for a lot of people is if you were a student in class in school wherever what's the difference between your b plus 88 student you're 90 to 92 a minus student, you're 93 to 97 a student and then you're 97 and above A plus student. And you're you know the bonus getters 100 and above. your a plus 97 to 100 person. They might not even have gotten anything wrong in the test. They may have just not shown work and teacher docked you two points because you didn't show work. You got the answer right, but you didn't show work. So you didn't get anything actually wrong. Yeah. And God that used to piss me off because that was me. I would see things, know things, especially like in math. I would see things, know things, write the answers down and not show the work. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> like, I don't need to show <laughs> it points off for not showing the work. And it would piss me off so bad because I didn't get it wrong. But whether it was that, not dotting an, an I or crossing a T minus a point, we didn't necessarily get something wrong, but that's the, the, the fraction that you, you're working with that differentiates you from being a 100 student, a perfect score, to a 98. And 98 is still pretty amazing, right? But then let's say you do get one wrong. Maybe now you're a 97, but if you get one wrong and you didn't show work, well, now you're a 95, so now you're an A, you're no longer an A-plus. And that's only with missing one question and then not showing an answer or showing work for another. Let's say you missed two questions and don't show work for one. Well, now you're down to 93, A-minus. You're still an A student. You're you're not an A student or an A plus student. You're an A minus student. It's still great. I mean, you're still Dean's List. Parents love you. It's awesome. But you're probably thinking like, damn, I really want one of that hundred. Like I knew the answer to this. I got it wrong. I didn't (laughs) show my work for that one. Damn it. I got it right. But I still got that. And then if you're the B plus, you obviously studied. You obviously knew the material. You just maybe missed a couple here and there. So what's the difference between all those? not a lot as far as in how much more preparation is required as far yeah. as is one person necessarily smarter more intelligent you know but not necessarily may i more details right may, may, may i interject
1: just to may, may I interject just to make sure i'm tracking with you okay so we're both bodybuilders what's the one thing that separates some that one what's the one thing why some of the best athletes just never get first place posing like that's the so there, there are athletes that come in and they have the most muscle and they are the leanest, but they didn't spend the time on their posing and they just weren't able to show the judges properly. Totally. So yeah, it's the, but it's, but it's a fraction of your training. It's like you have everything else done. You did the hardest part. You just gotta, you just gotta do that last little bit. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And it's a great, it's a great example. Um, Cause I've been on the losing end of that and on the, on the winning end of that. <laughs> yeah. You and me both. <laughs> and it's true. It's very true. It's a great example. So with the score, uh, scoring in school and whatnot, what really is the difference between all those people? It's like the one girl, the one guy who got that perfect score. It's because she took her time, checked her work, you know, showed her work, all that stuff. Everybody else studied well, but it's just those little details. And so she reaps the rewards of total preparation, dedication, commitment, consistency. Whereas with the rest of us, you know, we, we slopped a little bit. And what I'm saying is there is a cave of wonders cold that awaits you, me, all of us, if we totally give into these form, this form of eating, like at its ultimate level, and by that I would say strict carnivore, meaning animals and animal byproducts only period. Well, what about coffee? Does coffee breathe? Does coffee, fly, walk, or have blood? No. What about, I have a little garlic powder. I'm like, I understand it's not about demonizing garlic powder or onion salt or, you know, the glutamine or the creatine. No, 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 no. But it's about what you realize what you can get from not having it. And then it's the self-reliance and understanding of that and saying, my God, all of this is achievable without any of that other stuff. Like, what else can I do? And you never... Really know that until you take it all away, you know, and it's like these little bits of training wheels, so to speak, are what I would relate to missing that one question
1: or two or three.
0: You're doing great.
1: Hey, eighty-eight is pretty damn good. You know, you're getting into most law schools. I know, man, but it's it's not it's not good enough. That's why I'm talking to people like you, man. You
0: want, you want to go to you want to go to Harvard or Duke or you know Haas or or whatever Inset like you want to go to the top B schools, the top business schools, top law schools. Like yeah. so
1: You better be top one percent. Yeah, you know? um, you're, you're speaking my language, brother. May I play? May, may I play devil advocate just for a little bit on this? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> So what? What if? You, what? What if there's something in your life that is is for for whatever for whatever reason outside of that, um, say, Im- important for uh, like specific to a culture or something, um, like for for it just for someone's lifestyle for it not being really achievable, really possible um, for for them for them to or excuse me practical for them to eliminate every single food and even to the extent of coffee um to where you're literally not consuming anything in social situations um are there other factors that um might be worth weighing in and taking a and taking out like one thing at a time until you get to that hundred percent instead of just going all in and straight cold turkey absolutely um two too it just seems like a lot of ways that it could backfire in other areas of life you know what I mean like no electrolytes, cold, cold cold turkey. I'm sure you encourage most most people not to just stop everything they're doing cold turkey and eat nothing but red meat. Correct, correct. I do not. Um,
0: explain about what you're saying about religion or culture or, or otherwise at the beginning, though. I, I, more on that, please. Oh, sorry. What part? Like at the very beginning, you're saying if it's part of someone's culture or, or this or that, like how would you encourage them? To oh,
1: um, uh, something like uh, communion, for example. Like so, uh like that that's something like I'm I'm not gonna not take communion. You know what I sure. mean? Like that's kinda like something that's more important than anything diet related that's you know,
0: more that's, important than
1: this more important than this conversation. But like that's a great things, question. Uh <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but let us let's, let's say like uh somebody that's just going to a a lot a lot of so a lot of social events over time. Like I, I have I have some guys that I've been training that have just been like Hey, I'm at a bachelor party. Hey, I'm at this. Hey, I'm at that. Hey, my, my, my sister's, um, you know, it's her, it's her 50th birthday. Like I can't not go there. And there's always alcohol at these events and like their family, like their lives live around cooking food and stuff. I mean, yep. like, you yep. know, like to, it seems, it seems like that would be just a lot of life changes outside of your diet, even, even including things like, Oh man, like I need to have this conversation with my, with my grandma. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to have your biscuits every, every 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 time I come over anymore. Stuff like that.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a lot of good stuff there. Um, in many regards, I have uh, a lot of understanding for that. Right. but I have Empathy with that. And because I have empathy, I do not have sympathy. I'm from fucking New Orleans, dude. <laughs> I love that. Wow. <laughs> I grew up drinking. <laughs> Since I was 12 years old, I, mean, I was already an alcoholic before 18. You know, um, the richest, most decadent, highly saturated fat, refined carbohydrate food in the world. My mother's from Mexico. I had that country on the list also at the same time. Yeah. Um, went to LSU, like worked at a bar. You know, like I have championship jerseys of drinking hung up around stadiums for God knows how many miles around us.
1: Man, you and, I, you and I would have
0: got along great, dude, back in college. <laughs> so that's all a choice. You know, that's all a choice about doing what you really want to do. Does it take time and practice and like, you know, having to lean into some of that difficulty and face that adversity? Yeah. You got to stand in there. You You have to go to those weddings. You have to go to those casinos. You have to go to those games, all those events where you have – normally associated them only and always with drinking right or with eating it's a birthday you gotta have cake it's a funeral there's going to be finger sandwiches it's a wedding reception there's going to be chicken nuggets you know like whatever it is yeah always the cause and effect and that's only because it's been instituted that way we you me have been they have been conditioned to thinking that the way we're eating now for the last, like, let's say, I mean, the way we're eating now is not even like a hundred years old, man. Not even a hundred years old. And by the way, we're eating now. I mean, that this equals this for this occasion. This equals that for that occasion. This is what you yep. should do in regards to that. I'm,
1: I'm depressed. I'm gonna drink. I'm sad. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm gonna drink. I'm celebrating. That wasn't. Yeah. And, and then, and then you, and then you add on to that everything else in life too. Like you're we're, 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 we're we're never grounded anymore. We, we, we're, we're sleeping in a bed that's not grounded. And then we wear shoes that have rubber soles on them, go to our car, our car has rubber tires, and then we go to an office Then we go back home. And so you throw that on top of all the nutritional changes. It's like, we're not even doing anything as a species that we used to do anymore. No. And, and we've changed so, so, so very much in, in a very short amount of time.
0: And because of that, we've lost a lot of this sense of self-reliance where we again are conditioned to thinking we need to do things this way. We've got to do things this way. We need to go there. We need to eat here, blah, 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 blah. So when, when people come to me and they're trying to begin this journey. Now, when I did it, I went absolutely cold Turkey, no coffee, no subs, no nothing, water, animal foods, strict carnivore for the first 30 wow. days. Was that hard? Yeah, it was really, it was very difficult for me. So when, when people want to start, I kind of presented to them and said, in the case, like, look, you can try and do it this way, or you can kind of, you know, walk your way into a crawl, walk, run kind of uh, phases. But as long as you get there, it doesn't matter how you go about it. So for most people, especially depending on where they're coming from, if they've been drinking a lot. If they've been still using drugs, if they have a shit diet, if they don't have a good activity schedule, if they're not really great in the mind anyway, and they're kind of a prick, you're going to have some work. to do. But at the same time, man, It is simple. This is not a complex thing. This is literally eat these foods, don't eat these ones, and strap in. That's it. Like If you think about what you're doing and the fact that all of that causes all that that whole list of issues that you listed by simply omitting something causes all those issues, maybe we should start looking at fucking catalysts as opposed to looking at this as a threat. Yeah, right. Because nobody's even talking about eating the food yet. We're just talking about omitting the other things. Oh, I can't do that. First of all, oh God, the word to <laughs> where to begin? But like, oh, I can't, I, can't, I can't go to a wedding without drinking. I can't go on a run without my music. I can't uh, start my day without my coffee. I can't go to sleep without my sound machine. I can't bob up like, what the fuck, man? you know that paralysis analysis is exactly what it is and it is like this beyond incapacitating I'm looking up a
1: quote whether you think you can or think you're you're right who said who said that henry ford henry ford right um,
0: funnily enough like 100 years ago exactly yep but this is what i'm talking about in that in that kind of liberation or enlightenment that that happens only through well, not only through but in, com- in combination of this omission and also this, this proper nutrition, that you can't see these things when you have all these variables, impurities, dilutants, adulterants coming into your body, and even the ones that are really, really, really well masked and disguised. They, because we're talking about two different brains and two different bodies. We're talking about the emotional mind and the emotional body, and the and the the unbiased mind and the unbiased body. Hmm. What, is, what does that mean? That means that, oh, my God, cold. I fucking love red wine. But every time I drink it, I get a headache. Emotional mind, emotional body loves red wine. Actual mind and body, you're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? We hate this. No, but it makes me remember my aunt and my uncle, and I like the way it tastes. But well, Yes, like, 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 emotion, 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 pleasure center, pleasure center, pleasure center. Yeah, that's a difference thing about being a human being
1: okay Is having- so can because may, may, I, may i run by you an example just make sure i'm tracking <clears throat> yeah all right okay so i just got back from an hour-long run i do that i'm i'm, I'm a, I'm a bodybuilder but and so i know that running makes no sense as a bodybuilder but here again it's just it's something that i like to do i love it like i get I get great endorphins. I just like, I think about it. I'm able to just step away from the office for for a while and just check out a life. I mean, have some of the deepest prayer experiences, right? And so, coming back off of that, I feel amazing. Um, Super thirsty, obviously, right? I'm always thirsty after I run. And, uh, but I, but I really crave an artificially sweetened uh, beverage, not water, right? So, I know that I could have, I'm, I'm like, oh, like I could probably use the glutamine, like that'll probably help me, help me recover but if i drink the but but if i drink it unsweetened then i definitely don't feel like i was like like i'm satisfied so i know that i'm just like craving something sweet probably like a a sugar craving or something i know that cravings and hunger are two completely different things they're not even close to the same thing so is that like is that like the more addiction driven tendency that you're describing that is um something that starts seeing some more benefits if you let go of it is that kind of what you're describing a thousand percent, and well, we're okay. very well.
0: You,
1: you have probably, me
0: neither. We have never been hungry. You haven't, and neither have I. Have we yeah. wanted <laughs> to eat? Yeah, we've definitely wanted to eat. Have we craved stuff? Damn right. But we've never really been hungry. Have you fasted
1: before for like 17 days? I'm Lord, so glad you brought that up. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, no, I've I've been, tr- I've been trying to fast longer than 24 hours and I just can't do it, man. And I, I know it's a mental thing. Like when I get to the 24 hour mark, I'm just like, hell no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like I'm hungry, man. Are you kidding me? Like I can just feel my muscle going away, but I know it's all in my head.
0: <laughs> it's all in your head. And the same, same with me. It's like wanting that sweet, wanting that drink, you know, that post run endorphins are running you're like oh god what's going to quench the the thirst and you know the most that's what I mean in the sense that our our collective addiction to sugar and just processed chemically created and otherwise altered substances is beyond an all-time high for all of us because that's why we were raised you know I'll be 40 in a few months and it's like even with the four years that I have under my belt It's still 35 that precede that. It's still 35 years of doing things this other way where I was spinning the globe this way. And now I'm trying to spin it this way. And it's like, I got to, I got to slow it down before I can start getting some momentum the other way. You know, the habits are that thick. The conditioning runs that deep. Right. So like, even now, like as far as you are up the ladder, 88, 90, maybe you're touching the A minuses, the A's. Right. But it's that, Disguised sugar, labeled as glutamine, labeled as creatine. Not to say that those are
1: bad things, but you don't want those.
0: You want the sugar,
1: right? Right. Because well, I've taken them. I've taken out of my diet before, and, and I've and, and I've reintroduced them, and then reintroducing them. I, I can't say that the uh, results have necessarily blown my mind or anything. It's probably I'm, I'm pro- probably losing something that I could be gaining from being 100 percent strict line yeah. diet, and then. Yes. Just kind of, kind of going back and forth. So Maybe taking them back out again is going to be a good idea. That's because I mean, like, you've because you've already got me convinced to do it. <laughs> I'm d- definitely dropping that next. Um, That's okay. What I'm, I'm so I'm, dr- what I'm drinking right? a so like another example. I'm drinking a fizzy drink right now, right? But yeah. my wife and I were just joking about this. Like, I don't even, I don't even really sip on them. I just know it's like, I don't know, dude. I'm in, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a meeting. You know, and when I'm in a meeting, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the person, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm talking, and I'm listening, but like. I just get fidgety bro like I just I have to be you know like sipping on something or chewing gum or something and, and I don't go through a lot of them
0: it's broken is from is from pun intended Canning it okay right?
1: so that's that, that's a behavior that should go too then.
0: you literally just said you get fidgety you
1: literally just said I can't without yeah crap, because you crap. T- yeah no you're right you're right man i'm a mindset coach what the hell am i talking about you're right i just did say the. i, I didn't say the word can't
0: <laughs> yeah is it uncomfortable is it not what you want to do does it feel weird and awkward yeah it does because that's how conditional we are right yeah. like like when i when i stopped chewing gum oh my god dude that that was like oof, that that was one of the, the the harder things for me to get over coffee was like to be honest coffee was pretty easy but to stop chewing gum was was way up there because i was always chewing gum. Now, every time i worked out, every time i ran, every time i was on the bike, just walking around I, I not just liked chewing gum and having a fresh breath. i just always thought it looked cool like like chewing gum like i was like sporting. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's There's like the habit break.
1: It was like it's this just mental, mental smoke. It's just like smoking a, it's just like smoking a cigarette and putting it out to end the argument. Like that's how you end an argument. <laughs> the argument's <Man>. done. <laughs> exactly, right? okay
0: so that was a huge thing to me so like yeah i feel you and like when i go out now um which is rare but you know if i'm standing around and i'm in a bar or club which is definitely rare and uh people are drinking like i'm not i don't feel weird because my hands are empty you know i don't i'm not like oh this is awkward i need to have something in my hands Uh, i don't feel that anymore did i uh yeah at the beginning but but again because i had ten thousand nights with the drink in my hand and here i am on the first night without it like think about that range you know like you, you don't have the we don't have the experience we don't know what this feels like so of course it's fucking weird of course, like start you're, you're right-handed or left-handed right-handed right-handed start
1: start trying to use your left hand see how see how that feels right yeah right, here's so, the so i've been Okay, so so I, yeah, so I've been doing things things like eating um, instead of eating with my right hand, I'll eat with my left hand because it um, apparently I, I just I just heard on Mind Pump that it makes you more mindful about your eating, and so I've been doing.
2: Okay, that. Of, I course, think that's been, dude, of course, of course, can help I, do
1: that. Okay,
0: <laughs> of course, this is this is the thing that I, I a very simple challenge I task on people a lot. Eating is one thing, and doing with the non-dominant hand is great because absolutely makes you more mindful. You're very focused. You're very conscientious of, of the bites and the hold, you know, like, how do I hold the fork and the knife? This is different. You don't want to cut your fingers off because now the knife is in the other hand. It's a little weird. Right. Yeah, and you're
1: also exactly. Or, or like using chopsticks too, if you're
0: not used to it. So I'll add an, right. another one to another two to that list. Brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand and then try to wipe your ass. Also.
1: You're <laughs> what? Oh, that could, Man, you had me until that second one. No pun intended on the number two, but yeah. <laughs> So well, that's humbling. But, but again, something so simple.
0: So if you think about what would that equate to? Okay, I'm trying to go to a wedding, wedding being the dominant, uh, drinking at a wedding being your right hand, eating with your right hand, and not drinking at a wedding being eating with your left hand. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it, is it because it's hard or because you've never done it? it? More so because you've never done it. And we, and we, we ignore that. We we shy away from it. We're afraid of it. We don't want it. It's uncomfortable. And we run from discomfort. And that is why I say, right. God, when you have the opportunity to consciously seek suffering for personal growth, that's where it's at, brother. You know, it's it, there's too much Amen. comfort and too much, you know, easiness, even though life's hard. Don't get me wrong. But, like, when you can make something a little tougher for yourself and, like, create these challenges, the, the mental level ups are, oh, man, they're cool. And that's why I say, like, amazing how so much of this comes through omission. No one's saying you got to go to Bali and talk to God and you need to go to Peru and, and drink ayahuasca. Like, I'm not saying it's not great, too. But you don't need to go anywhere. You do not need to buy any books. You do not need to go to a specialist. You do not need to buy these this supplement pack. No. Like if you want to have an incredible spiritual journey, you want to have an incredible enlightening experience of, of self deep introspective work and self-reflection. Go on an extended fast. That requires yeah. nothing. In fact, it requires yeah. less. Right. Like you said yourself, the challenge you have found at the 24-hour mark. Wow. So imagine if you pushed up to 20, just 25, 24 and a half,
1: whatever, 2415, whatever. I know, man. I, I feel like such a baby about it. I got, I got three, I got three or four clients that i have already done it. And they're like, yeah, no, I did. It It was super easy. I was like, did you lose any strength? No. like, did you, did you you still feel full. Yeah. Like what else happened? I lost six pounds. I'm like, Oh my God, dude, After a three day fast. Really? <laughs> and you didn't gain it back. Nope. I'm like, wow. All right. Yeah. No, sign me up for that. <laughs> that's that's again, back to that, you know,
0: so much of the bodybuilding ideology and, and understanding of, uh, nutritional science and, and exercise science is very modern back to that, like hundred year thing, less than right. So how, how yeah. do animals, how do animals preserve their muscle mass? Predatory animals preserve their muscle mass when they're eating well, obviously when they start to starve in dry season, it's a different story, but still they make it. You know, if you think about how often That's does a lion on the prey on the range eat, how often does the great white kill? And, and, you know, it might have a meal and then it's days, maybe weeks without it, same with the wolves yet there they are ripped to shreds, still stronger than hell, not worry about any loss, you know, of muscle or whatever. Like the, the workouts that I've had at 72 hours, 96 hours, hundred plus hours, like fast, still fasted workouts are amazing. You know, to be able to be reaching down and still have this strength, like I'm like surprised that I do, but it's like, no, dude, it's there. You're not losing. You have, again, so much more to gain than the minute amount that you could lose. Maybe you do. Like I had a long, uh, like the popular debate about cold uh, exposure or ice baths, cold plunges immediately following strength training. No, I don't want to lose my gains. It's going to impede my progress. Unless you are a competitive bodybuilder literally about to walk on stage, for the rest of you out there watching or listening, fucking cold plunge whenever you want. You have far more to gain than the little bit of potential loss to your gains that you would lose maybe from doing that immediately following a strength training session. You have far more to gain because of the hormonal release going will take place, the vagus nice. that's going to take place between – I mean, the oxytocin, the dopamine, the norepinephrine, epinephrine, serotonin just the explosion that your body's going to have is going to far outweigh any gains loss that you could remotely try to, you know, conjure up. So that again is about conditioning, just like with bodybuilding. And a lot of that science is true. A lot of it is fact, but not all of it is absolute. And that's what I've found. And that's been for years. You know, I was fasting for years while I was competing. That's really when I got big into fasting was during competitions and it started to become like, okay, I don't need to consume my whatever shakes post-workout and hit the anabolic window. Dah, 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 dah. One day I didn't do it. I was like, oh shit, I forgot what I'm gonna fall apart. Oh my like, god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get it perfect. My chest, my chest gains are gonna go away. Uh, what happened the next day? I was full, I was not fatigued, life was normal. It's like, okay, <laughs> so I do it again. I did it again, again, and again. And then I just started fucking OMAD while I was competing, changing the game about like, okay, I need to eat this time. I need to, you know, spread out my meal frequency in order to enhance my, my, my best metabolism and, and thermogenesis of my food. And it didn't fucking matter. Now, could you argue that as far as in saying, if I ate perfectly these meals? Yeah, you could, if you get finite with anything great in that system, you can really see some, some great stuff. Sure. But I would say... Take someone that's eating five, six meals a day, whatever, exact times all the time, and someone that's omatting, you're not gonna see much of a difference in the in the physic in their physiques. I would, I would be willing to bet. You would see a lot of difference, or rather, you couldn't see it. There would be a big difference in how they felt. Because if I was trying to eat all those little meals throughout the day, the oh, wow. sitting the having to do like just the work and thought all oh, the fucking time that takes dude get out of here as opposed
1: to like here's your one plate of just yeah that, that, that was that was a nightmare I don't I don't I don't miss it don't miss it I, yeah, I used know. to be tracking all, all my macros to yeah I used to be tracking all my macros to to a T up until probably about two months ago and then I was just like this just makes no much this just makes no no sense anymore like I'm, I'm just getting so intuitive now to where I'm on one or two meals a day and I, and i know and i know when when that when that meal is coming i'm like all right i'm just looking in the fridge and i'm like um yeah beef lamb and uh bone broth that sounds like a great combination and then i'll just eat until i'm completely satisfied and then i, don't know, I just didn't feel like i was able to I, I don't feel like i was able to do that while i was tracking macros because i was trying to plan it ahead too much and this is a much more intuitive approach totally totally and that's where the you know the head butting really, but I feel like- really comes but I feel like it's never going to be but I never I feel like it's never going to be perfect until I get that last 10 percent away. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like there are. Um, OK, see. So you-
0: two to, you know, schools of thought. And I would say macros and intuitive eating with fasting. Right. You can get torn to pieces on either one. I've done it. I do it. It's fun. You can get fat. On either one i've done it it's not fun so you can get as dialed in as you are doing it either way the intuitive route i would say just takes a different kind of discipline it takes a different kind of understanding a different kind of type of intuition you need to really know your body many people that try it and don't succeed is because they they think they know their bodies but they don't enough and they're still 88 90 92 93 students and when you're talking about intuition you know this from competing like 94 is great but like the guy that's up there with a 99 he's gonna beat you every time what did he do differently? like better prepared
1: you know and going back to to what you said about about comparing physiques too it's like okay is there any kind of a marginal benefit from those um extra supplements that you're taking or whatever that are going to make you that much better uh, let's compare that to someone that can hold his poses better because he feels better and yeah. he looks more confident okay. on stage. And the judges are going to be like, nope, oh, we're giving the pro card to him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, you know, you got to look it up there for sure. You can have a great
0: package. Your condition's awesome. But if you don't know how to show it and hold it, you, you look like an amateur real fast and that's like an immediate turnoff. Yeah. Whereas like maybe you're not as conditioned as this guy or she does look better than you do, but, like, you're able to hold it and show it better, like, it comes off way more appealing, you know? Yeah. But as far as in supplements, like, uh, supplements are, again, are, are an industry based on, predicated on preying on our condition. You know, all of that is about attracting our addictive sense of dependency and thought that we need it like you need this powder, you need this drink, you need this dropper, you need this gel. You, you need need need. I can't do it without it. It's on this magazine cover. He, she, the bodybuilders, they use it. These athletes, they all endorse it. They promote it. They're ambassadors, they're sponsors. Okay? I'm not a fucking I'm not un, I'm not uncommon. I'm a common man. I am a I'm a person just like you. I bleed like you. I breathe like you. I cry. I struggle. Uh, everything is, is is similar. You don't need supplements. None of us do. People that think they do, let's say, let me say it this way. 99% of people do not need supplements. 99%. Do they want them? Yep. Do they like them? Yep. Do they think they need them? Yep. But if you actually just ate properly, you'd realize you didn't. But that route is difficult because now we're talking about, again, the 10,000 ways of having done one thing and the one way of having done the other. And this is way Mm -hmm. more comfortable. And this is not, this is unfamiliar. And the path between these two, oh my God, I don't want to do all that work. That's stupid, Uh, fuck that. I'd rather stay (laughs) fucked up and be the way that I am and just take pills and powders to kind of try to level that off and regulate myself as opposed to doing it the long division hard and arduous way which i kind of get like yeah all right but don't tell me you can't do it and that's where i i make my stand in the sense that don't
1: say it's not possible don't say it's all on your it's all in your mind as soon as you start talking yourself out of it that's when that that's it's just a losing battle after that you just you're just going downhill
0: and most people are talked out of it well before it's already begun because they've given themselves the out, they've given themselves the okay. Oh, I mean, I know I could do it without the stuff, but like, uh, it's all right. It's all right. Oh, so you, so that's basically like, I'm, I know I could do it, so like, that's good enough. It's not. That's it, fucking retarded. That's ridiculous. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's crazy thinking. Yeah. So to try to hide from that is is, uh, is absurd. But that's what normal is. That's what most people do. And you will never truly get to a potential. You will never truly understand unless you lean into the discomfort and really, really, really try to tackle it without all that help. And that's mm-hmm. the only time you realize like, wow, I am this incredible. I am this magnanimous. I am able to do all these things, feel this way, sleep better, think better, be happier, not be depressed, not need medication for anxiety, da, da, da. Like, you never get there unless you take the things away. It's just that we don't like it when they're not there.
1: Right. It's like a, it's like a little safety blanket.
0: We've Being been
1: tough. we've been talking about fasting and the lion diet quite a bit. Do you think that the reason that they both have so much in common and that you receive so many of the same benefits from both, whether you're fasting, not in the lion diet, or lion diet but not fasting? Do you think that a lot of it comes down to uh, digestion or lack thereof because you're not overtaxing your, 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 your digestive system? Um, digestion is a big part of
0: the benefits from all this in the sense that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're a father. And yep. uh, one of my first aha moments with the carnivore diet was the lack of bowel movements and the, the, the lack of frequency, the lack of volume, all that. Yep. And I remember back to when my gods don't have to go anymore. Yeah. Why? Well, I remember back when my goddaughter was born and changing her and being like, that's it. Like, I thought oh, maybe she's like the, the miracle child and she doesn't smell and she doesn't smell. <laughs> stuff like that. But it was because when she was breastfeeding, she was having the single source of sustenance this animal sustenance, carnivore sustenance, right? That was immediately being used. There was minimal storage and very little discard, almost nil discard. And most importantly, with the least amount of stress on her body as possible. So single source of sustenance, providing everything that was needed
1: with immediate
0: utilization, minimal storage, and very little discard, with as least amount of stress on the body as possible. What food now or foods can we eat that is comparable to that? And when you're talking about a carnivore diet, that's up there. But for sure, lion diet is top of the list because you're talking about the least amount of variables. Yep. Be, be immediately utilized to their fullest potential of 100% bioavailability, which they are. Same as breast milk. With very you're little discard so- because you're using all of it and it has the least amount of stress in the body as possible. Why is there so little, how discards? much nothing to waste it's water and tissue and cellular, you know, material it's you. Whereas yeah, I was a vegan or a plant-based athlete having four or five evacuations a day and thinking, Oh, it's cause I'm,
1: I'm really healthy.
0: And my metabolism is really high. It's like, no stupid. That's all the waste that your body doesn't need. Yeah. And it's just going, okay, this is all we need. All the rest of that stuff throw it away we just needed to extract these few nutrients <laughs> but my mouth liked it my tongue liked it my pleasure center loved all that sugar and the sweet flavorings of these grains and starches that they provided and the greens Ooh, yummy i love all those blah blah, blah 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 stirred in stews yes they taste good no doubt about it i'm not denying that but when we're talking about optimal sustenance optimal least amount of variables slash best slash most uh, efficient slash most proficient slash slash most convenient slash least problematic that's the definition of optimal all of those together variables do not help that and the only way you can do this with the least amount of variables is the way that we've discussed so to find that the digestion yeah it's a byproduct great digestion is a byproduct but it's a direct benefit but yeah. more so i think that fasting and line diet go hand in hand because they're just they're like they have a symbiotic relationship almost or a co- not symbiotic
1: a complementary relationship with one another right.
0: One benefits the other one can learn from the other.
1: Th- that's and, why like when pe- when people have been asking um, should I start doing intermittent fasting like I know they should, but I don't even tell them to. I'm just like, no, just keep going just keep eating the way that you are. just give it another week and then like they just started that, doing it by accident and <laughs> so then it, it was just the diet that did it in the first place. <laughs> it's it's when you when you have that satiety,
0: Right when, when you realize like, my God, I'm so full, I don't need to eat anymore. It's like, yeah, because all that other hyper palatable shit is what makes you crave and binge.
1: Yeah, and, it messes uh, with your brain chemistry. Absolutely. That's
0: why the animals can go for days, weeks without meals and not look starving not look like oh my god i'm dying uh, cuz it's been 24 hours without a meal think about your animals
1: out there right oh yeah i mean like, my 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 dog is like one of my is like one of my best friends dude <laughs> she's i mean she, she's she's a part of the family she really is we do you know we we do we do everything together <laughs> and then, um like it's it's my job to feed her and my and my wife will be like are, like are are you feeding her and i'm like yeah and like there's some days i do and some days i don't but it's all but it's all it's all meat based it's not it's nothing from the store like that's she so she's on the lion diet too because that's what i eat <laughs> and so she yeah. just gets the stuff that i'm like oh, i'm not really feeling that tonight all right you know this is this is for you <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and and, and, and she's healthy. just fine she's perfectly healthy it's great <laughs> absolutely right you know like I, I can think back to my
0: dogs and the ones that used to fart like crazy it's like why look at the kibble that they're eating
1: Look at all the shit that's in that food. Oh my wow. god. That's now that true. you mention it, I've never I've never heard my dog fart. And yeah, that that was the other thing. We, were, we were, one of my one of my one of, one of my uh, athletes and co-coaches, we were just joking about how on how we should just have an entire episode on why you don't fart. And that's how like the weirdest okay. thing is when you go when you go on the lion diet that you just don't anymore. No burping, <laughs> no gas from either end. Right. Yeah. That yeah. movements are super
0: regular and easy. You could almost not brush your teeth anymore because you don't have bad breath. Yeah. Um if anything I could just like rub my teeth with my finger and be like yeah it's pretty much good. A toothpick yeah. a, a toothpick is more necessary than a toothbrush. <laughs>
1: <Stop>. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know. But yeah, if you start the, if you're new to the carnivore diet stock up on toothpicks, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, good point. Um body odor changes. You don't smell anymore. You know, yeah. I, I have wa- I have washed my hair uh this year like with with a product this year.
1: Literally good. Shampoo, yeah. no shampoo, great. <laughs> no shampoo no conditioner no gel nothing yep same same here nothing no, no, nothing nothing either I nope. stopped doing that a while ago learn, learn, learn that learn that was a scam <laughs> yeah no deodorant you know all that
0: stuff and it's like why because I don't smell I don't I don't stink I don't I don't I'm not foul from the mouth I'm not foul from my ass I'm like my I don't have damn I'm in a black shirt I wear black a lot yeah there's no dandruff here colt there's no dandruff <laughs> you see white spots you know what i mean like yeah what the hell dude it's like same thing with sun sunscreen that's another great scam ooh sunscreen can serve a purpose don't get me wrong however it's toxic and unhealthy as shit. you can do other things to better improve your sensitivity to sunlight number one stop consuming any things that have processed oil seed oil or otherwise because as that seed oil comes out of you sweats out of you that's what causes the magnification for the sun to burn you more so you're welcome wow stay in the sun use the sun cover your face but let your body get some sun it's good for you yeah not bad for you to, to put on coats of fucking
1: sunscreen is bad for you Exactly. I'm, I'm such a believer in that, man. It's, as, soon, as soon as the sun, start, sun starts coming out in, in the summer, I'm in it as often as I can. And I know the first couple of times I'm going to get fried and it's going to suck. And then, but but I'm like, no, I'm not putting sunscreen on and then give it like two or three days and then I can get tanned super easily. And then I just try yeah. to get as much sunlight in, in the can. Then it just becomes a game of, okay, how much work do I really have to do inside my office? All right, I need three monitors to make a workout plan. So yeah. that happens in the office. Video editing, you got to do it in the office. Emails, oh, heck no. All that stuff is waiting till outside. I'm going to go lay out in the sun and pound all these out for the next two hours (laughs) while while grounded. I mean, think that
0: sunscreen, another thing, 100 years ago. But all of a sudden, like, oh, there's skin cancer, skin cancer. I'm not saying that you can't get skin cancer from sunlight. Like, duh. Okay, we know. Right. But I'm saying that it's kind of funny that out of nowhere this industry gets created and now we are so dependent on it that we think will die without it. You won't. Don't, you know, if you're fucking pasty white, don't stand in the sun for 12 hours and get fried, right? Like overly fried, like dose your way in there, kind of get 10 minutes, 20, 30, whatever, build your tolerance up. But like to think that we need this stuff again, conditioning, right? That's why there's a whole fucking aisle of it at the pharmacy. Yeah. What were people doing a hundred years ago? We've survived this long, my God. Cancer, uh, skin cancer was not rampant from 100 years prior to 2 million years prior. But all of a sudden now skin cancer is like killing everybody. So we need to have sunscreen. Hello? That seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. Scalp issues, you know, alopecia, anything else with like, you know, psoriasis, eczema. Like, where was that 100 years ago? Didn't really exist. Wasn't really a scale like on the health scare. And now it's like terrifying. 90% of foods in today's grocery stores did not exist a hundred years ago. 90% of diseases that exist today did not exist a hundred years ago. Wow. So when I say the single most effective thing we can do as human beings in regards to our health is controlling what we put into our mouths, I fucking mean it, man. That doesn't mean just consumption. That more so means
1: omission. Wow. Um, you we we've been talking about suffering a lot lately, and I think that in today's culture we think that life is about uh, life is about pleasure and about being happy, and it's not. Life is about purpose, and I think once you cross that mentality and you understand that suffering's okay and suffering's not a bad thing, it makes making a transition like this seem more achievable.
0: Yeah. What? What? Um, great points. What? If and you ask for it, how could you appreciate it? You know, right. if, you, if you didn't have to grind for it, endure, if it was just given to you, like how do you, how do you, and uh, that's a question I'm asking, how can you appreciate something that you didn't have to work for or that was just simply given to you without having to earn it in some form or fashion? You know, as a child, we receive gifts and even, you know, throughout life, I mean, we receive gifts, but there's usually reasons behind them, right? Love is a big one. Yeah. Commendment of something, right? But, in the sense that you know what I mean, and people know what I mean when they're avoiding things because they don't want to have to have the pressure or the the suffering, the abrasiveness to have to. Oh, I don't want to have to work hard to make money or to earn a living or to be happy or I don't want to have to go there or do that. I don't. Wanna, I mean, I want to be that. I want to be an astronaut, or, but I don't really want to study. You don't want to fucking be an astronaut. Right. Oh my god, I'm starving right now. Yeah. Well, here's a whole head of
1: cauliflower. Go for it. I don't want that right now. Then you're not fucking starving. Yeah. Uh, my 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 devotional this morning was on Second Timothy two, three um, share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. And basically it was just summarizing how even the Bible, um, the Bible doesn't teach that life is about being happy. But the Bible is about being on a about being on a mission um, that has a higher purpose and suffering is a necessary part of that. Yeah. You know, like
0: David Goggins hits on it. Well talking about for sure stands to be judged if, you know, his one regret might be that he didn't suffer enough because it's a, it's the hack. It's like the ultimate hack. That's why I say if you can consciously seek suffering for personal growth in the littlest places, again, Colt, brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand today for me and let me know how it goes. Okay. (laughs) Alone. You're going to be laughing. like, Damn, this is a lot harder than I thought. But like, fuck, man, little things like that, you know? Um, you normally carry your kid on the right side because it's your dominant hand, but put them on the left. Like, you end up learning that as a parent. But like, just doing that, the 1st you're like, oh, I don't want to drop her. You know, it's kind of weird. It's my non-dominant hand, but like, <laughs> figure it out, right? But we just don't see those parallels with so many other things in life. But my God, when you, when you have the opportunity to... Again, consciously seek suffering, choose suffering for personal growth. To walk when you could have rode, you know, to, to write when you could have texted, to, 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 to do it on the, the hard way, the long way, to just to grind on purpose as opposed to through circumstance or through circumstance and being happy about it. Good. All yeah. Right? We'll figure it out. We'll we'll do more with less. Good. We're gonna learn more
1: this way. Wow. That's that's amazing. I I think we need it. I'm going to title this um, suffering is a hack. That's probably the coolest thing I've heard the last 60 minutes. That's good, man, that's good. Yeah, and and it's, it's a free one. That's so true. It's a free one, right? Like it's must- not it's not even free. You'll get paid for it. You'll save money by just <laughs> not buying all the stuff that you were before. The carnivore diet's so damn cheap, man. It's ground beef and <laughs> you you don't waste anything. It all goes to use. You look at any you look at any other diet, you got to buy this, you got to buy that, you got to buy that. Okay, yeah, now you're up to like 15 ingredients. Are you really going to use everything that you bought? No, you just you, you just you wonder why you just came out of Costco why it's 300 bucks every single time. You, you know, you 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 stop eating all the stuff that's just making you sick in the first place and then look at the benefits that you get on the flip side. But you got to say no to those addic- addictive ten- uh, tendencies in the first place and if you talk yourself out of it then don't don't even don't even start. That's the truth, man.
0: And it's just, you know, I laugh when people say, oh, I can't afford your diet. It's too so expensive. I'm like, <laughs> I've done this for less than $50 a week in Manhattan. So don't fucking tell
1: me it's expensive. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, Literally, um, less than some $50 of the- a week shopping at Whole Foods Columbus Circle in Manhattan.
1: Yeah, you just, just get just get whatever's on sale that fits, that fits within the diet. Yep. And then bust out a fast here and there. And before
0: you know it, you're only eating three days a week. And it's easy. Yep. No, I don't want to do that. Oh, there, there, we have found the truth. Yeah, no, you're, toast. you're right. I don't want to do that. Bingo, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I've been waiting for someone to say. I can't do that. Like, yeah, I like to laugh at that because don't tell me you can't do it. No, 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 I don't want to do that. Yes, now we're getting somewhere. I fucking yeah. know you don't. God, do cool. I know you don't want to do it, and that is exactly why. You'll stay where you are because everything you need, everything you think you need, is exactly what makes you fucking weak. Absolutely. That's okay.
1: The hack right there, bro. That's it. So, so, to, so to recap, I, I so respect your time. I just want to want to make sure that we're, we're that you that you and I are still doing good on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, just want to recap that two jobs are number one to brush teeth with my left hand. <laughs> What else am I cutting out? Cutting out. Um, Look, if, 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 we're cutting defining, out right. if we're defining everything, all right. Finding if we're defining the line diet. as it's yeah, because defi- I've I've never I've never really given it a hundred percent chance shot. I've been I've been ninety five for like six months straight, and it's just, it's just not good enough. So all right, you're, you're, you're challenging me to a higher standard of excellence. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give this a shot. I'm going to do this.
0: <laughs> I love and I love Rob Sykes's Keto Bricks. They're great. Let's let's make that very clear. Rob Sykes is the man. If you don't know who he is, check him out. He's he's Oh, he's, he's come he's
1: coming, he's coming over in three days. <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, he's Rob. on he's on he's on his way to he's on his way to go compete again. So uh we're probably gonna get a pump in um Amazing. next next Tuesday. Yeah. Amazing. Anybody that doesn't know the keto savage, Rob Sykes is a
0: good guy, great guy, and one of the premier authorities in ketogenic bodybuilding. So if you're interested. Talk to Cole. talk to him. They will definitely steer you in the right direction. But yeah, the key he, he is revolutionary. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, he's got a great book. Really good book. Yep. But um, but yeah, man. Lion died is red meat, salt, and water. Anything else, is
1: not. You got it. That's my opinion of it. I don't I don't even call it an opinion. That's what it is, damn it. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so Tea. T T, T T's not okay either, huh? You tell me. Apparently not. Red meat. Like, what does tea come from so not not a ruminant animal <laughs> it's, a,
0: it's a leaf it's a plant right so that's tea right. tea to me is not on the carnivore diet why because
1: okay um so i mean i mean like this this resembles how how lions eat right and how like you know, carnivorous animals eat so what happens when you see an animal eating like grass and then throwing it back up because that's part of their that's 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 part of like something they're supposed to do right um like give me an example oh i don't know maybe it's just one of those old wives tales but there, there's um animals that i'm that are, like uh bears eating berries for example and mm-hmm. you know um i guess i'm just kind of i'm just kind of wondering bears, bears liking honey you mean yeah yeah honey too <laughs> yes
0: yeah, so bears bears are an interesting one and I i don't know if it's because of their environment and their i don't want to call it terrarium because it's not closed in but you know the bears with the honey and the berries are an addictive tendency what? on a on, on a smaller degree maybe that's a good <laughs> it's a good question you know and it could be because of availability of some kind i don't know it could be an evolutionary uh an instinctual trait to them i'm not sure i know they like salmon
1: a lot i know they like caribou meat i mean and, if there was a fresh salmon next to him and a berry next to him i'm pretty sure the bear would go for the salmon Maybe it depends on the time of year. I don't know.
0: I think it's a great question. I think that, that has a lot to do with availability and uh, evolution also of the animal, possibly. Yeah. Um, what it's got around it, what, what it seemed to have needed, what it uses for different reasons for storage. Um, you know, not lions, for example, don't hibernate the way bears do, right? So maybe there's something that attributes to the fact that they do that and where they're storing bits of fruit and whatnot for glycogen. I don't know because I would think that they would want to store the fat instead for uh keto for ketone bodies. But I don't know, man, maybe there could be something really to learn. That's a great, it's a great question. I'm going to look into it for sure.
1: Okay. So I'm going to go strict lion. That's going to be cutting out uh glutamine c- cutting out CGP. And um, how, how long do you think that I should do that to be able to see, to, to give it the, its best chance? shot? Days. Minimum 30 days, minimum 30 days. You got it. Yeah.
0: I'd say minimum 30 days and same thing when people are like, yeah, I mean, I tried a corner
1: war diet. How long do you do it for us? A week. Oh. Listen, well, I mean, this honestly, man, this is, this is perfect because I'm I'm uh, in a couple of weeks I'm flying to New Hampshire. I'm coaching another guy through a show. He's on a strict lion diet. He's probably right. going to get his pro card. Yeah. If it was me up against him, I, 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 w- I wouldn't stand a chance. The judges would be oh. like, no, Colt, get off the stage. <laughs> so well, I'm going to fly over to C- Seattle. And then I'm like trying to think through all my meal prep and everything. And I'm like, man, like, this just sounds better and better. I don't want to take all. I don't want to take all these supplements in the fir- in the first place. Like, let's just go a strict line for thirty days. Let's go. Yeah, man.
0: And I, I've been there with you, doing it too, traveling and and everything else. And it's like, it's awesome to load up a tray of ribeye, chuck roast, with bone marrow and bits of organs. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and taking it on the plane and being like,
0: I'm eating hearty right now. For oh, sure. dude,
1: yeah, we're we're, go- we're going to we, we already know we're go- we're going to um, a Brazilian steakhouse after the Seattle show. That'll be our after party there. That's, That's always it. what we do. Uh, definitely send pictures of uh,
0: of your client uh competing i'd love to see him what he looks oh, like? oh thanks
1: i think uh, i made a post of him earlier today actually it's like my last, yeah it's like my last post his name his, na- his name His is nathan and he's been he's he uh he has crohn's disease so he has to be on the lion diet and if he doesn't then everything flares up majorly for him so yep. he's on it more like for therapeutic reasons but yeah he's gonna be stepping on stage in three weeks wow. and he weighs 190 pounds um six foot six foot one six foot six foot one um and he's hasn't been hungry he's been doing no cardio and his working sets in the gym are like 30 excuse me I, I would say 30 30 minutes is probably his longest workout right now and he's training four four or five days a week depending on the day wow well good luck Nathan. He'll get, he, he's just never hungry yeah and, and, and so i'm like man like i'm just seeing it work so well <laughs> and he doesn't have and he doesn't do crap outside of that except for uh yeah. um sugar-free energy drinks but yeah i'm like all right uh, there's definitely def, 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 definitely something more to this last 10. percent I'm, I'm, will, I'm, will, I'm willing to do it. Sugar-free energy drinks, you said. Uh, sugar-free energy drinks, like Ghost, Bang. Yeah. Oh, we 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 already had that conversation, but I was like, oh man, cutting caffeine right now, right before a contest. Like, if you weren't about to step on the stage, I would say do it. But <laughs> let's let's cro- let's let's cross the caffeine barrier like after after you're done with that. Everything sure. you're doing right now is working for you so far. Let's not screw this up. <laughs> Oh, definitely. But yeah, it sounds awesome, man. Best of luck to you, Nathan. Thanks. Appreciate it a lot. Well, cool. Thank you again so very much for your time. I mean, this has been an absolutely life-changing conversation. You've definitely changed my life over the last 60 minutes. Um, I'm going to put links to your Instagram, your YouTube, your uh, coaching applications to coach with you in our show notes. Um, wh- where's the best places for our listeners to follow you and your content?
0: Oh, probably on Instagram at life like jake everything else at lifelikejake.com youtube twitter tiktok it's all life like jake so you just come find me and i'll find you back and uh just telling everybody that you know i use the name because it's it rhymes it's my name but in honestly it's, it's not life like jake it's really life like you
1: well and, and you're, you're you're a you're, you're a real genuine guy too i mean like we're, we're we're video messaging each other back and forth on instagram and 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 here it's like, you don't know me from a hole in the wall. Like I, I reached out to you a week ago and I was like, man, I would love to interview. There's so much that I could learn from you. Are you kidding me? And, 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 you know, here we are a week later. So, uh, thanks again so much for that. God bless you. Um, what's the last thing? What's the, what's the hottest project that you're, that you're working on lately? What's new, what's, what's new with you? Probably my book that's going to hopefully come out before
0: the end of the year. And then I'm also, I got another big thing that I'm working on with, uh, Rhonda Viteri ronda Viteri is a 102 i think she's 102 now um triathlon uh, ultra or triathlon and ironman competitor she's run 102 of them since 2016. she's also a huge tech guru and mogul and big financier from new york look up ronda Viteri technology and uh, funding and otherwise you'll see her and also a hundred plus races under her belt in 2016 but she and i have some work together that we're collaborating on coming out really soon so definitely stay tuned for that because she's she's a boss and a
1: beast all right we'll be we'll be doing that and where are we going to be able to find your book i mean obviously amazon everywhere and if you're you'll you'll be sharing it on instagram so i'll be blasting that on all channels definitely it's teasing it out as well for sure so you'll know i promise awesome (laughs) and then running Run, running comes kind of seems to be a fad so is it going to be on audible too like people can uh, download an audiobook thing. Yeah, i'd like it to be and i'd like to be the one narrating
0: it too because i i think it'd be cooler to hear from my voice so yeah like yeah to- i
1: mean it would definitely be way cooler to hear from your voice and i already asked robert this and he told me the same thing so if you tell me the same thing i won't take it personal but hey man i'm always offering to read an audiobook too if you need someone to be your your, 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 guy, your guy for audible <laughs> but between you and me i'd rather listen to you talk man <laughs>
0: I'll let you know once i get there that's
1: (laughs) all right sounds good brother well uh thanks again and uh we'll be we'll we'll be talking soon i'll follow up with you on how this 30 day goes here we go
0: please do all right Nicole thanks again man
1: yep thank you Well, that's it for this week's session, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening and make sure to let us know what you thought. You can do that directly from your podcast app or DM Coach Marker myself on the gram. You can also email your feedback, questions for us, and more on specific topics you'd like us to teach on next TikTok. If you are on TikTok, we are now active daily over there at Carnivore Coaches Corner, throwing out bite-sized carnivore tips with top nutritionists and coaches and athletes that are putting to practice what we preach on this channel. Lately, we are busting bad coaches that spread misinformation. So warning, if you are a bad online coach spreading misinformation, we will call you out. If you need some gym motivation, look no further than our workout podcast called the supersetyourlife.com podcast. We are quickly approaching 200 episodes over there, and it's available on the same platform that you're on now. Just type supersetyourlife, all one word into your search bar and you'll see our black and white podcast logo pop up. It's a podcast specifically recorded to listen to when you work out. We regularly interview professional bodybuilders and judges, top nutritionists, leadership experts, stand-up comedians, and top athletes from supersetyourlife.com. We keep the focus on health first bodybuilding, faith, and family. My wife, Taylor and I are the hosts of that show as of three years and growing. And coach Mark Ennis has been an enormous part of all we do there as well. Coach Mark and I are both on Instagram and offer private one-on-one consultations as well as coaching services. Link to scheduled coaching calls can be found on our Instagram bios or in the show notes of this podcast. One last reminder before we sign off, leaving a review takes about 10 seconds. If you're on Spotify where you can see in the show notes, right below that it says Q&A and bam, just like that, you can tell us exactly what you think. And we will respond when we record the following week, either by number one, reading your review Or by number two, discussing the topic you'd like to know more about or getting to work on whatever critiques that you have about how we can continue to improve our show. And that's how we communicate back and forth as a dialogue, not a monologue in this intimate conversation that we call Carnivore Coach's Corner. Share this with a friend if you found this helpful and we'll catch you next week on session number 29.